0: oh, I just know the beehive is about to come for me. <laughs> but hold on, just listen to what I got to say first. Hey, I'm Chris McDonald and you're listening to She Speaks Podcast, where each week we will navigate our way through the intersection of Christianity and culture to cultivate conversations that are real, relevant, and maybe a little ratchet too. But either way, she speaks. Yep, yep, your girl is back and she speaks again. Thank you for tuning in for yet another episode of She Speaks Podcast with me, your girl, Chris McDonald. Let me first clarify that this podcast was created for me to share my truth in a way that is real relevant and maybe ratchet too, depending on the subject matter. But with that said, this is my truth. Okay. My truth is always aimed to be truth that is ushered in by the Holy Spirit, but that is still subjective to those who don't believe that my truth is their truth. So simply put, I said what I said. You may not agree with it, but I still said what I said, okay? (laughs) Listen, the Holy Spirit does not care about any of our truths, really. None of our opinions, none of our thoughts, if they don't align with God's heart. So why can't we all just get along and allow people to share their own truth without condemning them? Again, this episode is about my truth. Matter of fact, every episode is. So I pray you remember that as you engage with me. And it is my hope that every listener will open their minds to hear another person's truth, even if it doesn't align with their own truth, because that's how we respect each other's opinions. That's how we grow, um, even if we don't fully agree with somebody else. It's called maturity, y'all. Healthy dialogue, okay? So let me get to the meat of this message, child. (laughs) now let me dive deep into the topic at hand beyonce blackest king and the apparent idolization of blackness y'all i won't even stick my toes in i'm just gonna hop right on in okay is that cool cool first i must say that y'all everything that's pro-black is not anti anything else okay it's not demonic it's not satanic just because it's rooted in blackness See, there's this Americanized ideology that everything pro-black or everything that is centered in African tradition must be demonic and wrong. Why everything Western Christianity or white evangelicalism or um, anything centered around this Christianity that has been um, colonized is pure and right. And that ain't it, y'all. Hart Ramsey, he said it well on some recent Facebook posts of his. Um, He basically said, just because music or art or anything that has an Afrocentric flavor to it does not mean that it's demonic or it's pagan. Y'all, I absolutely agree with him. Heck, I mean, even when I wear my head wraps or I dress a certain way or I... um. Express how black I am on my social media. I still get certain looks from certain people in the store out in public I still get certain comments from certain people because I think me um Being proud of who I am as a black woman rubs them the wrong way. And it's gotten to the point now where I literally know who to expect to come on certain posts because of me um, shining light on who I am as a black person and shining light on black culture. Y'all, let's be honest. Being black and looking ethnic makes some people very uncomfortable very, very uncomfortable. And that's a reality. And then we have to question, why does it make you so uncomfortable? This is one of the reasons why I appreciated Black is King. Um, It it just made Black people look so beautiful. But let's put a pin in that. I'm going to come back to that. But this notion that anything attached to African tradition is demonic or seeped in witchcraft was taken from unstudied trends in media and religion and then twisted to fit the narrative of slavery, Eurocentrism, and white nationalism. Y'all, it doesn't help that the colonization of Black people intentionally robbed us of a past that we don't know nothing about for ourselves and yet left us unaware of who we are due to a continuous erasure of memories through the whitewashing of oral and written history. Y'all, they took who we are away from us and replaced it with a narrative that does not align with who we really are. And so it's essentially left Black people in America with reimagined stories that are rooted in a white perspective. So, yes, I most certainly appreciate the artistic value found in Black as King. No different than people appreciate the artistic value that is found in the Avengers series, Hunger Games, Game of Thrones, all of these other things that are rooted in a different type of tradition. Right. And I also agree that Beyonce deserves her flowers for bringing awareness to different cultures within the black race. Y'all, we are not a monolith. All black people don't look the same. We don't all come from the same backgrounds. We are just a plethora of goodness. We come in a variety of shades and traditions. Let's be clear, okay? We have always been rich in variety and creativity since day one. And yet others have tried and at times succeeded, let's be honest, in capitalizing off of that. Insert Kardashians, but... (laughs) Again, that's a whole nother conversation. But I admire Beyonce for paying out of her own pocket to showcase people of color in a way that brings forth history that for so long has been left untold. Let's be clear. She did not appropriate when she actually filmed in these places and used people from these places to create this visual album. Beyonce ain't dumb, y'all, and it is very clear that she did thorough research before putting this visual album together. I know she had her whole team on it. Like, I know that she is not going to do anything beyond excellence. Furthermore, it's artistic expression. Artists present their work in a way that they visualize it all the time. It doesn't mean that she is disrespecting the people that she is trying to honor in this visual album. Y'all, there are artists who need to be brought to the table and put under the fire the way that y'all bring Beyonce, but I'm not, listen, I'm not capping for Beyonce. Let's be clear because I have my own thoughts concerning this visual album on the flip side of this, but we have to understand that Beyonce is an artist and she is going to produce work that is going to showcase how she sees life. That's just the way it is. And we have to be cr- careful about critiquing that when there are so many other artists that need to be brought to the table, um, for misrepresenting a lot of things. Um, so yeah, I appreciate Beyonce for what she did through, um, Black is King. But again, I have my own thoughts on this that, that I'm going to share here in a few minutes. But I expected something like this from B. Like I did. I, I watched it while keeping in mind that Beyonce is not a Christian and therefore she won't represent that in her work. What she did represent, however, is a beautiful display of how diverse African tradition is, even down to African-American tradition. Because, yeah, I peeped that reimagined United States flag towards the end. I don't know if y'all caught that. But there are certain traditions that are rooted in unholy things, which is overall what I'm here to talk about today. There are certain traditions that are rooted in unholy things, both black and white let's be clear. I'm not just here to talk about African tradition. I'm just here to talk about the ultimate issue here, which is not Beyonce. It is what the world accepts is okay, even when it goes against the word of God. That's my issue. And it can happen in Afrocentric practices, and it most certainly has happened in Eurocentric practices. Now, here is where the artistic value of Black as King gets tricky for me as a believer. Now, let me be clear. I'm talking about me as a believer and I'm talking to other believers. I believe that I am spiritually mature enough to digest certain content and not let it influence the way that I view biblical doctrine. But unfortunately, others are not as capable, which leaves room for negative influence, which is then dangerous to one's spiritual growth as a Christian if they do consider themselves a true believer. Hear me good. I am addressing believers here. Those who believe that Jesus Christ lived, died and rose again for their eternal salvation. That's it. We you all are admonished by God to protect what we see in here. People are now at risk of becoming spiritually deaf and spiritually blind as a result of allowing cultural influence to steer them in the wrong direction. Well, what direction is that, Crystal. Well, for me, there is only one direction, and that direction is toward Christ. If it's not leading us to Christ, then what is it leading us to? If it's not leading us to Christ, then what else is it leading us to? And that is the question that boggles my mind when I consider stuff like Black is King. I can appreciate the artistic value, but what I cannot support is the fact that because of what's represented in there, that's going to cause people to lose sight of Christ. What happens as a result of work like Black is King is that people place culture above Christ because of an overindulgence of romanticism when it comes to certain artistic expressions like what we see with the African culture and traditions displayed in Beyonce's visual album. Essentially, what we fail to learn about ourselves growing up is now being glorified as king because people like Beyonce are putting them at the forefront of our imaginations, right? Because the reality of it is, and my good friend Moe said it um, on her Facebook, is that all of Africa don't look like that. All of Africa is not beautiful and colorful and bright and happy, There's still um, some pain over there. People are still suffering there. And so when we glorify the beauty of Blackness to the point that it makes us feel superior um, to um, something other than Christ, right, then we have a problem. Yes, Black is beautiful, And I, too, often want to be among culture where my roots aren't watered down. I want to have that motherland drip on me, too, because for centuries, America has tried to whitewash it off of me. But with that said, I do not ever want to glorify my roots so much to the point that it becomes an idolization of blackness. Jesus is king for me. My blackness is subservient to that period. It is dangerous to elevate who I am higher than who God is. And we know that Jesus is God in flesh who lived, died, and rose again for my sake, for your sake, if you believe that. I don't have to continuously prove to the world that I'm worthy in my black skin when I know that I am, even as a Christian. I don't have to denounce who I, what I believe in, right, in order to uplift who I am as a black woman. Christianity is not a white man's religion. It is my religion and I stand firm in following Christ. I don't follow the stars, I don't follow Orishas or anything else that stands against the sovereignty of God who created all of these things. Everything is subjected to God and that's what I believe. This entire visual album experience is most certainly guaranteed to shift a viewer's lifestyle when it comes to how they perceive themselves in black culture. I mean, people will want to dig deeper to discover who they are at the root. Okay, cool. I'm I'm, I'm cool with that. Even I went to research mode after watching and listening to this visual album because there were things that I saw, there were things that I heard, the, some of the lyrics I had questions about. The whole part of this experience um, made me dig deeper into what was being um, represented, what was being presented to me as a viewer. The part of this whole experience, though, that worries me is in which direction will a believer's lifestyle go after watching it for themselves? And as a Christian who um, I am charged to defend the faith and I am charged to bring others to Christ, those who are watching this who are babes in Christ, um, it can easily lead them in a direction away away from Christ, because my thing is, if it's not drawing you closer to Christ, does it really matter how much closer it draws you to your culture? Like only what we do for Christ will last. What we do for the culture won't. There are hundreds of young black women alone who are leaving Christianity in droves in favor of their ancestors, African spiritual traditions, and they are finding a sense of power in that process. I mean, the deities that are being praised in this video, um, in this visual album, they are not aligned with Christian doctrine. And for me, that bothered me as a Christian because, you know, there's, it's one thing to enjoy art and it's another thing to take that in and, and be empowered by it. Um, That's dangerous because I don't think people realize how much music in in media can impact the way that we view life and the way that we uh, view ourselves and the way that we view spirituality. African-American witchcraft originated in West Africa, the birthplace of Yoruba, a set of religious traditions that focus on reverence for ancestors and worship of a vast pantheon of deities known as Orishas. Right, These pseudo-spiritual practices, which often involve manipulating candles, sage, other incense, even water to achieve a desired result, may have helped give slaves some sense of power. However, it was minimal at best. If you really dig deep into the culture of Yoruba, I'm trying to make sure I pronounce that right, Yoruba. If you really dig deep, people from this culture, most of them are Christian. OK, most of them are Christian because they know to root themselves in any other type of practices practices is going to lead them straight in another direction opposite of where Christ is. Right. I mean, these these um, traditions are centered in building altars to ancestors so that they can seek their advice on everything from like romance to professional advancement, um, This traditional um, practice casts spells using, you know, uh, different things to help banish depression and they surround themselves with crystals in hopes that they would relieve stress and they burn sage to cleanse their apartments of negative energy, like all of these things that are rooted in pseudo-spiritual practices that are seeking to help them emotionally, right? And mentally, And when listening to the lyrics in one of Beyonce's songs on the visual album, it alludes to us even being bigger than the Bible. And it even says that we are the living word. Y'all like that's borderline blasphemy. I mean, let's just be real. That's why I said I watched this with the expectation that I'm not watching a Christian present this art. Right. I don't believe that Beyonce is a Christian. That's my personal truth. That's based on the fruit. I I believe that she practices um, syncretism, which is a mixture of a lot of different religious um, practices, but I don't believe that she is a Christian believer, which again, it didn't surprise me a lot of the things that I saw on this visual album. But some of those lyrics were troublesome when it comes to me as a believer. And I, I mean, forget the art part of it. Like when it comes to impacting what I'm taking into my ear gates and my eye gates, then that's when it becomes dangerous. And many who have a syncretic faith argue that Christianity and African witchcraft are comp- complementary and they're not mutually exclusive exclusive, meaning that Christianity and some of these African um, practices um, are aligned in so many ways. The lies, the lies, the lies, like Candy said. (laughs) No, these African traditions, they do seem to empower women and they do seem to align with some of the things that are found in biblical doctrine yes i agree with that but see that's a trick of the enemy and that's why we have to be rooted in what we believe and we have to study to show ourselves approved so that we know that what we are taking in we know what we are looking at we know what's impacting us that's why you some people can't look at every you know at every um tv show some people can't read every book some people can't listen to every song because different things impact us everybody can't drink the way some people drink. You know what I'm saying? Everybody can't do certain things because of the way that it impacts us beyond just the physical level. Um you know when it gets to our spirit our spirit man. You know, and I'm I'm one to say. I have been again, I have been a Beyoncé fan forever like from Destiny's Child to Beyoncé as a solo artist. She, her songs have made me feel very empowered, especially, you know, songs that uplift who I am as a black woman. Like she she makes me feel empowered. But at the same time, God convicted me and was like, okay, um, you might want to check what you are allowing to inspire you. And when I heard that, I said, you know what? I'm gonna have to speak out on that you know, because I'm responsible for the people who follow me, you know, um, on this journey towards um, being spiritually better. I'm responsible for that. And if there are people who are babes in Christ who are following me and who are trying to figure out, well, it should you know should this be okay and if this is okay and god has co- called me he has convicted me to speak on things that are not right then i'm i'm challenged to do that no matter how uncomfortable i am and best believe when i was challenged to speak about beyonce <laughs> guaranteed i was like uh really god like beyonce like the album, it was cute. It was, Ooh, I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, shake my tail feather a little bit, especially on the um, power song. Like I could get with it, but nonetheless, when God calls us to a thing, we cannot walk in anything other than obedience. And so for me, the issue really was what room does this visual album leave in God's kingdom? What room does it leave for people to grow closer to Christ? And the answer to that for me, it didn't leave any room. Um, it left room for skepticism. It left room for um, more people who already um, questioned their faith to uh, walk into the lines of atheism. Um, it just really left me in a place where I knew that it just wasn't Christ-like. And for me, um that's where I have to draw the line. And I'm going to close this episode by saying that it is my prayer We all do what we must do to align ourselves with God Because at the end of the day, that is the only thing that is going to matter Even if you don't understand anything or agree with anything that I said before this Only what we do for Christ will last This will look different for each of us The spiritual battles that some struggle with others don't that is why we have to be discerning of things that will lead us away from the will of God the problem is the more we allow culture to influence how we see ourselves and others the harder it is to discern things in the spirit while also remembering that everything spiritual ain't holy God is calling us to be holy as he is holy So I implore you to see what that means for you on your spiritual journey, because I know what that means for me. It means that I must stay tied to God's word so that I don't get lost in this world. What does that mean for you to see yourself in the light of Christ while remaining sensitive to the culture around you? Think about that and I will speak with you about this topic a little more as we connect on social media. Meet me there on my Instagram at when Chris Speaks or on Facebook at Chris Alexander chrisalexandermcdonald. Talk soon. Thanks for joining me on another episode of She Speaks Podcast. Make sure to visit whenchrisspeaks.com and subscribe so you can get the heads up on future episodes and any updates on what's to come. You can also connect with me on social media at When Chris Speaks or She Speaks Apparel if you're looking for some dope faith-based t-shirts. If you love the show, show me some love. Leave a rating on your podcast platform of choice so that I can continue bringing you some dope episodes. Thanks for listening, and I will speak to you again next week.